Welcome to episode four of Tabletops and Travelers. I know there's been a bit of a delay with episodes being released weekly, but you know what guys? Life happens sometimes, and here we are, releasing on Mondays from now on. We hope you stuck around, and we want to entertain. So without further ado, let's hop right in. Hey everybody, this is Arthur Wright. I am the torturer of players, also known as the Dungeon Master. This is April Hill. I'm playing Kink, the blade-singing wizard goblin. Hi, I'm Taylor, and I'm playing Zephyr, the tiefling rogue. Hi everybody, my name is Rachel Bloom, and I am playing an Aladrin bard named Aspen. Hi everybody, my name is Larry Norris, and I play Lysmo Dinklecog, the gnome barbarian. And now, uh, welcome to the next episode, and let's do a quick recap of what happened in the the last little bit of adventure here. So uh, we're going to have Rachel, dear Aspen, give us a recap quick. The group historian. All right, so previously, uh, we had made our way to the capital city um, and were approached by a gentleman named Hyrolis, who worked for King Alay, who asked us to uh, perhaps take on an escort mission. He invited us to the castle and we spoke with him a little bit. And he informed us that we were going to be escorting Duke Roderick from the capital city, which was uh, Milanes, to the coastal city of Alora. But we found out through a little bit of uh, listening in on other conversations uh, that we're not just escorting Duke Roderick, we're also escorting a crap ton of gold that they are intending to take to the coastal city to kind of reinforce it and make it more defensible against the neighboring kingdom, which we have had conflicts with over the years. So our first session was basically us finding out about the mission and then going on a little bit of a shopping spree. And then our second session was we finished shopping, got some important weapons that we needed to take care of whatever was happening on on the caravan. And then we went back to the castle and met up with Duke Roderick, who introduced us to the other members of the caravan. Um... I can go ahead and try to read these names, but I might say them incorrectly. <laughs> so you can you can skip them. They're, 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 they won't okay. be important really for tonight's episode, so we can skip all their names. All or right. I can run through them quick. Whatever you want to do, it's fine. It's up to you. And then after we met everyone at the caravan, we started our journey through the mostly wooded area towards the coastal city, and we were set upon by a bunch of uh, Sahagan, which are kind of fish men who attacked us, and uh, as we were crossing a bridge over a river, we were able to take care of the uh, Sahagan that were near enough us, and then the rest of the uh, company of the caravan were able to take care of the rest of them. And then we pressed on further, and I believe we're on day 10? Something like that? Can't remember exactly what day. But we were Sounds attacked. Right. We were attacked again, uh, this time by more Sahagan, as we were going through a marshy area where our caravan kept getting stuck in the mud. Uh, but these Sahagan also had octopi with them, and they seemed like they meaned business. And that was where we ended. We were about to roll initiative. So I believe that's probably where Art is going to pick up. So remember, you guys were... Um... You were 
going through the swampy area and finding that some of the uh, wagons were getting stuck. And so you were busy trying to like push these things out of like the swampy, muddy area. Um, Cause it looks like maybe there was a road here at one point, but it kind of got flooded. Like I said, you're in this you're washed out road area. It's all wet on the sides. Um, the water is probably for those of you who are uh, medium sized, probably up to like your knees or so. Uh, for those that are smaller, it's brought up to your almost to your waist. Um, you've done some pushing on some of the wagons. Like the, you got, you're the second wagon back. Uh, the third wagon back is the one that has the Duke, uh, and also the money. I thought we had the uh, money. Do you have the money? Yes, you have the yeah. money. Correct. Right, right. You have, you have the money. Duke's in the next, the, the next one back, but theirs is in water at the moment. So theirs is kind of getting stuck. Um, and so while you were out, you know, pushing and pulling all the, all this kind of stuff, uh, suddenly, out of the water, comes some Sahagwen and some Octopi, which were waiting in ambush. So, as we see here, uh, it's going to start with Zephyr. You are first. Um. Okay, let's see. Um. I guess I will... We're going to stab, stab, stabby stab. So, I'm going to just move a little bit closer just here. And, and, wait, is that close enough? Is that five feet? Is it close enough for me to stab? No. There you go. Now it's close enough. Then, okay, so we'll roll for the rapier. <laughs> That's a 10, but it was almost a nat one. A 10? <laughs> a 10 is a miss. <laughs> all right. That's okay. Um, That's really all I got, so we can go ahead and. Zephyr is done. We'll move on to Aspen. Aspen, your turn. Okay. Aspen will see them rise out of the muck and say, honestly, this is getting really old. And she's going to throw out her, her hand and she's going to cast Fairy Fire on these two Sahagan uh, that are nearest to me. And then if I can, if he's within that 20 foot, then I'll get the Octopi as well. Yep, you should be able to. So let's see. That's a deck saving throw? Uh, it is. Yes, dexterity saving, and it's DC 14. Uh, Octopus rolls a 6 on his saving throw. Hell. Alright. So any of the three that fail are going to be outlined in violet energy, and then anyone who makes an attack roll against them will have advantage. And then anyone, uh, they cannot benefit from being invisible or hiding or anything like that. The next Sahagwin gets a 15, and the other one gets an 8. The 15 succeeds, the 8 fails. So two of them succeeded. And then I am concentrating. And I am also going to back up behind the people who do the stabby stabs. I'm going to put a little target around them. And then that will be the end of Aspen's turn. And now it is Adderline's turn. <laughs> okay. Do you have a ranged attack, Lightsmall? A, a ranged weapon attack? Um, I have some throwing axes, but I'm probably not going to use them. Okay. I haven't figured out how to get them to bounce back like the cool chick. <laughs> like the girl <laughs> you keep flirting with. So Adderline is going to move... Yeah, we're just a little bit further away. There you go. And 
the Sahagwin here in front of him can make a wisdom save against Toll the dead. Pull out a bell and... 19. The bell rings and Sahagwin just blows it off. Apparently it's just that there's just too much open space here. It just didn't quite work. Didn't resonate quite as well as you wanted it to. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gotta get used to this outdoor space. All right, Kink. So, Kink, remember, you just uh, managed to escape your bonds, and you're inside that big log over there. Um, am I stuck in the log? No, no, you can get out. <clears throat> okay. Um, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Throwing stuff off, and I'm peeking out. So you can see, yeah, you can see, you can see these wagons and these horses, and obviously these very large people, most of them, and then you do see the two Sahagwin and the octopi that are. Uh, around the wagon. The octopi are like reaching up and trying to like grab the wagon and grab people. Um, the Sahagwin haven't moved yet. You do notice that the two over here, the octopus and the Sahagwin are both glowing uh, like an orange color or something that makes them a very noticeable target. Um, yeah, I think that I would like to fire. Okay, well, which one? Uh, I've got, uh, the one that's, like, closest to where I'm not going to hit anybody else. The Sahagwin or the Octopi? Uh, let's do the guy that tied me up. So I'd make your attack roll with advantage. Okay, so how, uh, I just so I know, how far away is he? Uh, he is, let me see, 35 feet. Okay, 30, 35 feet, okay. I've got 120 foot range on this, so plenty of range. Um, so I'm peeking out, uh, from, uh, inside the log. And then I'm like, oh, that's the one. And I'm going to reach out my hand, and from it, uh, you see a stream of fire shoot from it. And hopefully it's gonna hit him. That's a 15 to hit. That is a hit. All right. And it's gonna blast him for eight points of fire damage. Oh, did you roll did you roll that with the with advantage or no? No, I didn't. So roll roll it again, just in case you get a 20. Right, because you might get a twenty. Nope, got a four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still. Yep, so you so you stick your head out and shoot a shaft of flame. It goes zipping across the the uh, the like washed out road and strikes the Sahagwin in the back because he's not looking in your direction. Uh, and you hit him right square in the back. Anything else for out of you? Uh, no, I would like to stay put in my safe little log. Um, so everybody else, give me a perception check. Uh, except for Zephyr, who's on the other side of the wagon, and, and Lysma, who's also on the other side of the wagon, we can't see. So I guess it's just Ederline and Aspen. 19. Okay, so Ederline's obviously distracted because you're being attacked. Um, however, uh, Aspen, you do, you saw, so a, like a shaft of flame from over near this, uh, this big log that's over on the on the side, you did see from the eastern end of the log. You saw this bolt of flame come shooting out and strike one of the one of the Sahagwins in the in, in the back. Okay, can I can I see where it came from, or do I just know it came from that log? I don't see. Okay, you just know it came from that from that log. You don't see anything yet. All right, good to know. Okay, Lysmo, it's your it's your turn. All right, I'm going to uh, then I'll. 
rage, and I guess I'm gonna have to use one of my ranged spell or attacks. Uh, hand axe. Fourteen. Fourteen's a hit. Okay. Damage is ten. And that was your th throwing axe. Nice. Uh. I thought so. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, one d six. Yeah. Yeah. So you jump down. You come. You jump down off the back of the wagon. Run over to the edge of the water and whip one of your axes, and it sinks right into what the octopi's back. Mm hmm. Does not look like he's happy about it. Good. And it's his turn. Uh oh. Well, I'm out of his range. <laughs> so yeah. So this octopus. He's going to over on Lysmo and Zephyr's side. Uh, seeing as Zephyr's right there, it's going to go after Zephyr. Zephyr does a dirty 20 hit. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely does. <laughs> level one. So it reaches out and it grabs you and it's got, it, it has you grappled. How dare. You can attempt to escape on your turn if you'd like, but it's reached out and it's grabbed you and it's got you all nice and tangled up. The other octopus is going to move. The other octopus is, is kind of moved up and it's like getting up on top of the wagon and it's starting to like try and pull at the wagon and pull pieces off of off the wagon. Is it trying to steal our money? The audacity of this bitch. If anybody's stealing that money, it's Zephyr. Here's the hog winner moving up here. And they're going to try and take a shot at Ederline. Not with a seven, they're not. Not with a six, they're not. Uh -huh. Two great rolls. So yeah, so these two run up and they have these spears, uh, and they have like you know, uh, rude, very crude spears. Uh, with the exception, oh, actually, one of them does. One of them does not actually. One of them has it's got a special spear, and you notice it's a special spear specifically because it doesn't have a point on it. It's really a staff. But he seems to be using it like a spear, like he doesn't really understand what he has. But it's made out. You can tell it's uh, for Ederline. You can see that it's the one that's glowing as well. It's a. It's looks like a nice wooden quarter staff, and it's bound with this iron that is blacker than any iron that you that you've ever seen. Uh, and he's kind of poking, like he's got like like it's a spear. So he's kind of poking at you with it, trying to, which is obviously why it's not working, and he's not doing any damage. So back to the top order with Zephyr. Okay, so we're going to try to hit it again with the rapier, and so here we go. Oh, wait, can I do that since I'm grappled? Yes, yep, you can attack. Okay. You just, if you try and attack anybody except him, you're, you know, you have disadvantage. Does a 13 hit? A 13 hits, yeah, it hits. Good. And the light smell's not close enough, so you don't get your sneak attack. Uh, six damage. No, five damage. Five damage. Okay. So you jab the rapier into it. Uh, it's it's still, it's still grabbing onto you. It hasn't let let it go yet, but it's uh, you've you've definitely, it it is it is bloodied. Avast. Gonna kick your ass. Actually, you know what? It will do something actually. And on it. So as you stab it and you bloody the octopus, uh, it kind of like you can. You can almost see like a panic in its eyes as you're stabbing at it, and it spins towards you uh, and spits ink in your face. <gasps> Give me a dexterity saving throw. 
uh, 12. You're good. You're good. So it spits this ink at you and you manage to basically get your face like turned to the side. So it sprays it all over like the side of your head. But you've now got this octopus ink on you uh, that it was trying to spit on you for some defense. Anything else I'd use Zephyr? Uh, no, that's all I've got. Aspen. Uh, Aspen takes a look at the uh, Sahagan that are getting a lot closer and the octopi that's trying to rip the wagon apart. And she will try to climb on top of the wagon. What would you like me to roll for that? Uh, you can either do it as a double move or you can give me an athletics check to try and do it as a regular move. I will try athletics. We will see. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so I rolled a three, so that's a two. Okay, yeah, so ah. <laughs> uh, so you tried and scramble and you're not doing a very good job of it, so mm -hmm. just count it as double movement to get up on the back of the wagon. Okay. But you can still get up there. It is an FR. All right, so I get up on the back of the wagon. Um, and so would I still have my action then, or did I use it all? Yeah, yep, okay. that was part of your movement. Okay, perfect. All right, so I get up on the top of the wagon, and I am going to aim down at the octopi that is currently, or the octopus that's currently ripping it apart. And, and it's currently I'm, glowing, so you have advantage. Yes, so I will go ahead and shoot my crossbow at it, but I still okay. don't look like I really know how, what I'm doing with it. <laughs> but apparently I do, because I got a 20. Just, just a dirty, a dirty 20, 20? Not a natural. Yep. Yeah. So that's going to be... Five points of piercing damage. Okay. And then I'm going to shout out to my friends who are gathered around me. Did anyone else notice that that log just launched fire? Because I feel like I'm going a little bit crazy. Do logs do that here? I'm not used to this place. Um, can we can, can we kill them a little faster, guys? I'm so sorry. I'm a little grab, and that'll be the end of our turn. Little, little bit grappled. I've got really short legs and I can't really move that fast. Come on. <laughs> and Ederline, it is your turn. Well, this is all the fun. I'm gonna attack one of these guys. One of them is glowing. Yes, the one on the, on your left, uh, the one that's on the right on your screen, is glowing, and it has that's the one that has the staff with the black iron, with the really black iron tips on it. All right, well, I'm going to pull out my mace and swing it at him. Okay, make an attack roll. You hit two, two points, points of, damage. of damage. A most palpable hit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's so big and imposing and not, not doing a whole lot, but I'm looking big and imposing, so... What do you look like today? Yes, what do you look like today? <laughs> Ederline. Ederline is a large silver dragonborn male wearing, you know, chain mail and you know, trying to look very big and imposing. Interesting. A little gruff. Not really happy about being in the swamp here, but I'm gonna try and just kill these things as quickly as possible. Uh, Kink, it is your your turn from the log. Um, so these wagons, from my recollection, belong to the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. The wagons? 
No, no, they, you know that you were, there were no wagons. You were just, you were captured by the Sahagwin and the octopi who were traveling with them. And you were just going through, through, through the woods. They kind of caught you wandering in the woods. Uh, and they, they came upon this caravan and before they attacked, they kind of shoved you into the, into the log. Okay. Correct. Um, I will then, uh, once again, peek out from behind, uh, peek out from inside the log and I will, uh, not shoot a firebolt at the wagon because <laughs> wagon are, the wagon's in trouble. Instead, I will continue to assault the, um, Sahagwin that I was blasting. Okay. You roll, roll with advantage. Five, uh, 22. That is a hit. Right. So again, I peek my head up, and I'm careful not to shoot any fire onto this uh, old rotted log because it probably would ignite. Uh, and instead, I just blast another fire bolt uh, directly into that uh, sahagwin. Okay. And uh, Ederline, give me a perception check. Fourteen. Yeah. So Ederline, you notice now. You you see. Um, you're facing these two Sahagwin, which are right in front of you, uh, and you see this bolt of fire come shooting across the uh, little little uh, swampy area here. And as you can kind of catch out your eye, you can see there's a little goblin. Uh, it's in one of the logs over there, and it seems to be throwing fire. You assume at the Sahagwin, because it's hit it twice, uh, probably not a very good shot if it's trying to hit you, because it's hit the Sahagwin twice, so... Um, that does, however, bloody that uh, that that Sahagwin, making him very angry. Oh, there's a there's a goblin throwing fire at us, or maybe not at us, maybe at them. I'm not sure. It's coming this way. So it's not the tree. <laughs> no, he's he's in the tree. That makes a lot more sense. You really shouldn't play with fire under these conditions. There's like swamp gases, and it, this is just super dangerous. And Lysmo, it's your turn. All right, he's going to I'm gonna attack while I'm raging. I believe, I believe you also have advantage because it's in a grapple. Okay. Twenty-three. That's a hit. Uh, for five damage. Yeah, so you you run up and you try and hack at this thing, but you're you're trying to be very careful because you don't want to hit your friend. So you're trying to avoid hitting her. And in the process, you just kind of skim along one of the arms of the octopus uh, as you're trying to cut her out of it without cutting her. Yeah, trying to like amputate it precision-like. <laughs> Anything else out of you? Uh, no, I think that's it. All right, so... Um, this octopus, it is his turn. So he takes uh, he takes Zephyr, and he kind of swings Zephyr into you. Uh-oh. Or attempts to. No, 
nine misses. So Zephyr, this octopus kind of picks you up and swings you at Ly Lysmo and just completely misses. And then uh, with one of its other arms, it's going to attempt to grab Ly Lysmo. Does the 13 hit? No. So it reaches out to try and grab you in the process uh, of all this and it, and it has missed. On the other side, the octopus comes up further on the back and attempts to get Aspen. Oh no. I did, my oh, digital dice no, are not being my friends today, so. Oh, that time they are, how about a 24? Uh, yeah, that definitely hits. So it reaches out and it grabs Aspen, uh, and then it's going to, again, pull on the wagon. So now there's a, there's a board on the top of the wagon that now is being pulled off the top of the wagon as the octopus is trying to break into the wagon. He grabs onto me and wraps me up in his tentacle, and I'm like, no, 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 this is not good. Someone help. And then over on the other side, the Sahagwin are going after Ederline. Again, the first one is using that staff, getting an 8. Cannot roll this week. And a 12. Does a 12 hit? No, it does not. They can keep poking away, not doing anything. Yeah, you got a shield and you got some heavy armor on there. So they're like, you know, dinging these weapons off your shield and your armor, trying to trying to hit some meat somewhere, but they don't seem to be doing a very good job of it. Back to the top in Zephyr. Okay. Um, Rapier again. That was a nat one. Awesome. A nat one, that is a miss, and that is an end of your turn. Yes. Well, I didn't have anything else to do anyway. <laughs> so there, joke's on me, right? Uh, Aspen, it is your your turn. Um. Okay, in panic, she's going to go ahead and face step right out of the octopus's hold. Okay. And is going to appear over here. Okay. And then she is going to spin around back towards the the octopus that grabbed her. And she's going to aim her crossbow at it and say, how dare you? That was disgusting. And then she's going to fire at him. Okay, go, go ahead. Uh, 16. That's a hit. Awesome. That's six points of damage. Okay. It is also bloodied. Am I too far away for its ink? Yes. Or is it going to yeah, no, shoot? Okay. It doesn't even try. All right. And then that will be the end of my turn. Ederline, it is your turn. And you do see, Ederline, that the that the one that's got that spe that uh, staff slash spear that it's poking at you with, he is in a frenzy. So he smell he's he's bloody and he smells blood and he's in a frenzy. So he's, but he didn't help him. He didn't hit you anyway, but he's he's he needs to be a little more driven now. Well, he can take that drive right to the grave here. I'm going to mace him again. Was that, that's the same one I hit before, yeah? Correct. So I'm going to swing at him again. You still have advantage? Yes, because he's yes. glowing. <laughs> six. A six is a miss. <laughs> that's some good rolling, even with advantage. Yeah, so really special. As a distracted by his frenzy, he's like slathering and making all kinds yes. of weird noises. <laughs> kind of gross. Anything else out of you, Adderline? Nope, I'm gonna stay right there. Kink, it is your your turn. 
Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I am going to see. So the guy, the guy that I've been blasting is still up. Yes. Yes. So you said he's bloodied. Yeah, he's bloodied, and you can you can see he's obviously in like a shark frenzy with the blood smell, and he's just. Uh, I. I'm just gonna continue to, and since since firebolt's working so well, I will continue to. Um, I'm going to once again pop my head up, ah, die, and then I'm gonna <laughs> throw another firebolt in his yeah, direction. Yeah, you still have advantage. So 14 to hit. Yes, 14 hits. Uh, three points of fire damage. Let's go. Three points, and that is enough to drop him. And it's like echoing through the hollow logs, like it's being the sound of me laughing, cackling, being amplified through the, uh, the hollowed out logs. And so, Ederline, you, you see this bolt of fire come, it hits the guy in the back, and he just crumbles down, down to the ground with his not spear spear. All right. That's good. One down. Hopefully the fire doesn't come for me next. <laughs> Again, if they're firing at you, they're not doing a very, very good job of it. <laughs> Lysmo, it's your your turn. All right. I'm going to attack with my great axe again. Um, do I still have advantage from grapple? Yes. Oh no, because you're also grappled too, right? No, I'm not grappled. Oh no, you aren't grappled. Yeah, no, you're good. You hit. So 19 hits. Yep. Uh, damage. 18 damage. Ouch. Oh, you. Oh, oh, did you crit on him? No, I just got 12 plus all my modifiers. It rolled, 2D, it rolled 2d12 for your... For your, for your oh, did it? Oh, shit. Yep. Oh. Well, let me re-roll that then. Damage. Oh, yeah, I probably did hit critical hit in here. All right, so five damage. I was like, god damn, I'm good. So you, uh, yeah, so you sink your, your axe into this thing, and this one goes limp. <gasps> Calabari for everybody. Zephyr is no longer grappled as this thing is done. Hey! Sweet freedom. Uh, that's got the other giant octopus who uh, starts to actually retreat a little bit. It goes, it's uh, Aspen, you can see it climbing down off the wagon uh, and out of your sight from where you're standing. Uh, Ederline, you can see it. It's coming down off the wagon. It seems to be going back towards the swampy area. But you're unfortunately a little bit busy because there is a so hug one in your face who is trying to stab you. He keeps trying, but it's not working. It's not working for you at all. Well, that's a natural <laughs> one. So, wow, my dice are not liking me today. Okay, so it tries to stab you, and it stops as it's done. Natural one. Zephyr, it is your turn. Okay, Zephyr is going to attempt to jump on top of the wagon. Um... Can I use acrobatics? Okay, give me an athletics check. Athletics. Uh, 19. Yep, no problem. You you grab like a hold of the side of the wagon and just flip yourself right up on top of the wagon. So now that you're looking over the wagon, you can see that there's a Sahagwin on Ederline, and then there is the octopus is obviously retreating back into the water. Okay. Um, can I strike it from up here if it's down there? Not with a melee weapon. You could shoot it with something. Or throw something at it. Okay, I'll throw I'll throw a dagger at it. Okay. Uh, which you're throwing at the octopus? Uh, yeah. Does an 18 hit? 
18 is a hit. That is four piercing damage. All right, so you throw a dagger and stick it in the da- stick it into the octopus, uh, and it is still retreating away. Um, she's gonna yell, "You better not leave with my dagger." She's really considering jumping on it right now. I mean, later, but that's my turn. <laughs> Aspen, it is your turn. That Lyson has axe too. He's gonna be mad if it goes away. All right. Um, so I saw it leaving, but I don't see it currently. Right, you have to move. There's no way for me to squeeze between the horse and the carriage. Oh, sure you can. Yep. All right. So can I get on like the front of the carriage right here where I could peek around the corner of yep. it and just see him? And actually, while you're there, <laughs> uh, give me an animal handling oh. check. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna get- I have been feeding this horse apples. Um, seven. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, you get up there that it, as you start to climb over, like where the horse is hooked onto the wagon. Um, you're you're trying to mm-hmm. climb over to get over through it. Just add an extra five foot of movement. Uh, the horse starts moving okay. a little bit. It gets a little bit panicked. Um, obviously there's things happening and it's not happy about it. And then with someone being that like close to it, it's starting to be unhappy Freak out a little bit okay so i'm like okay buttercup just it's fine everything's fine i'll give you like three apples whatever this is done just please don't kick me and then i'm gonna dip my head around the corner and try to shoot my crossbow at him uh, which one uh the octopus okay. the one who is retreating that is another dirty 20 with advantage and that's seven points of damage Poor octopus has got two bolts and a dagger sticking into it, and it's just trying to get away. Shouldn't have come on us in the first place. Anything else out of you, Aspen? Uh, no, I think that'll be it. Ederline, it's your turn. Okay, now I'm going to try and hit this guy. So I'm going to swing my mace at him, but I don't have advantage, right? So just... Correct, just a regular... 16. 16's a hit. Four points of damage. Bludgeon. Okay, he is damaged as you take the mace and like bash it into the side of him. He's, he's just got a natural armor and this spear that he's using, so he doesn't have much on him besides some clo- some makeshift clothing and such. He is clearly outmatched by my size and armor. Can't even hit me. And your superior mace wielding spear. <laughs> All right, Kink, it is your turn. Did these octopi seemingly appear out of nowhere? Yeah, they were they were blended in with the swamp, and they oh, camo and they camouflage themselves. Okay, so they so I do not think they are magical no. in nature that somebody summoned them. No, okay, no. I was like, where's the druid so we can kill him? Yeah. Um, okay. No, no, you, no, you saw them camouflage themselves and uncamouflage as they as they they attacked and started moving. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, the one that's closest to my log, then. Yep, that octopus. You have adva- you have yeah. advantage on the attack roll if you if you attack it. I'm just gonna keep slinging fire because I feel like slinging fire is good. Know, that would not be happy. The octopus. Okay, so first one's a dirty twenty. The second one is. Oh, I didn't do the. <laughs> that's okay um oh good the second one but yep you hit 22 firebolt damage creatures. and as the firebolt hits it it stops moving 
no longer able to escape with the two bolts and the hand axe that's stuck in it. Or no, dagger. Dagger that's stuck in it. Lysmo. I'm pretty much... You think you can probably go right underneath the wagon if you... Uh, I'll try to do it. So I'll go to here, under okay, the... So you start scrabbling, like, underneath the wagon, and as you're looking towards the other side, you can see that there's a uh, Sahagwin. Okay. Um, so I'll try to throw an axe or more. So 19 hits. That's a hit. And then hit 7. Yeah, so you start crawling underneath the wagon. You kind of just sidearm whip this hand axe, and it zips over and hits him right in the right in the leg, slashing into his like calf. He's obviously not so happy with that. Yeah. He is bloodied, which sends him into a frenzy. Attack Ederline, and this time, does a 19 hit? A 19 does hit. Okay, so he actually kind of like. He reaches up and he grabs like your shield and pulls it down and then takes a spear and jabs it into you for five points of damage. Well, I'm not happy about that. And then it is Zephyr's turn. Um, okay, so I'm gonna jump down. Okay. Now you can give um, me a give me an give me an acrobatics check. To land on your feet and stuff. <laughs> That's a twenty-five. Oh yeah, you gracefully leap off and do like a little flip and land on your feet behind him. You even get advantage on the attack roll because of it. <laughs> Excellent. A 17. 17's a hit. Uh, 6 damage. That is enough. So you leap down and you just jab your rapier right into its back and it goes limp and falls down to the ground, collapses into a heap. Excellent. And within like, you know, the next couple of seconds or so, the rest of the parties seem to be kind of finishing up with theirs uh, at about the same time you guys are. And the Sahagwin threat is gone. What about that goblin with the fire? I don't know about the goblin with the fire. No more, no more fires come out of that log? Has any more fire come, come, come out of the log? Um, not if, if uh, they're not attacking you. Aspen would like to face step across the water because she doesn't <laughs> want to walk through it onto the other end of the log and be like on the log hello no one's home okay <laughs> i just it's, it's kind of gross here i thought maybe you would like a ride you did help us <laughs> um also you're not a tree right you're, you're a goblin Ederline yeah. said you were a goblin but like i Definitely don't want to not a tree. Okay. Uh, so hi, I'm Aspen. These are my friends. Uh, would you like to come and meet everyone? Uh, are all of those, uh, Sagwin and the little things, the cephalopod thingies, they're all dead? Oh yeah, we murdered them. They're, they're pretty good at murder. <laughs> it, not, not murder, murder, just like, you know, killing things that attack us. They're, they're good people. Don't worry. Come on, let's go meet them. Yeah, okay. And I'm going to slowly, like, come out. <laughs> Aspen turns around and looks at the water and realizes that she can't face stuff anymore today. And she's like, well, shit. <laughs> she starts trudging through it. Uh, can I get my dagger back? Yes. 
And Aspen, you can roll for your uh, roll for your bolts. So remember, roll two D6, die six. Correct. Yep, two die six on a four or higher the bolt. What D six for each one on a four or higher the bolt I got survives. A five and a six. They're both good. You go over and you pull them both out. What's up with awesome. this um, staff over here? Okay, so yeah, so you pick up the staff. Uh, it is a like I said, it's a well-made quarter staff. Uh, it's got this. It's bound in this this iron that is darker than anything you've you've ever seen. Unfortunately, it never hit you with it, so didn't really get anything good out of that. But nobody seems to be offended by it. But uh, uh, there's definitely something different about it. You haven't seen this kind of metal before. Is it strong? Yeah, yeah. It seems to be very. Looks like it could really lay a hurting on someone. Yep. Nobody else wants it. I'll hold on to it. No, I'd be good. I don't Just... particularly like hit things. <laughs> I don't know what anybody's class is at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that thing's gonna hack stuff up very good for me. So you go ahead and hold on to that. <laughs> we we have a new friend. Would you like to a introduce new yourself? Friend? That friend is a very um. That's a very strong term. Uh, acquaintance. Nice to meet ya. Uh, I'm Kink. I, I was just out minding my own business. I, you know, uh, I, I, I dabble in wizardry and whatnot, and I was like out looking for some components um, uh, for my spell casting, and well, you know, got ambushed by these crazy things, and well, they stuck me into a log when you all came along, and I was able to get myself free, and I wanted a little payback because I didn't deserve that, you know? That is completely understandable. Are you coming over to us? Yes, it's a, they're a menace. They're starting to get rather annoying. This is the, the second time in less than two weeks that we've run into them, and it's very frustrating. Is Kink going to walk over to us? Oh, yeah, I walked over with... Um, oh. Oh, okay. Aspen. Um, so Zephyr's going to take her rapier and put it under her chin and just say, we appreciate, you know, we appreciate what you did, but if you turn on us, I will gut you. She means that in a friendly no, manner. Uh, <laughs> immediately when I see her raising her rapier up to me, I can <gasps> What does that do? Um, everybody within five feet of me has, has to exceed, succeed on a dexterity saving throw. What's the DC? Uh-oh. Uh, you, um, 13 dex. That's an 18. Sorry, PVP. Uh, okay. It's fine. 16. Okay. Um, yeah, so you see, uh, uh, all of a sudden these spectral blades start whirring around me, um, but you, but they don't have any effect. Like they, they are just kind of like there, but you see them, these spectral blades whirring around me. Um, she said that you were nice. <laughs> she lied. <laughs> um, she lied. Nice. Nice to the fake term. You lied. I'm gonna tell Aspen. You lied to me. I thought you said your friends were nice. Uh, I mean, they're not—they're nice as long as you don't try to murder she them really or take their money. The blade and the pointy end. That—that that too. 
Uh, she helped to kill quite a few of the things that tried to kidnap you, and we're probably going to eat you, honestly. They tried to eat me last time, and they're just terrible. So, I mean, maybe that's a good basis for starting a friendship. Maybe it's not. Who knows? But at least... Bones. What are they going to do? Eat the bones? I mean... Probably. I, I, I like to gnaw on bones every once in a while. I mean, but let me... Carnivores do have a long history of liking bone marrow. I wonder if this particular species, and she pulls out her book and she starts uh, writing notes in it and she goes over to the dead Sahagan and she like pulls open his mouth and starts examining his teeth and his jaw. They certainly do have the jaw strength for it, but what if they, and she kind of trails off talking to herself. Can we search him? And you do notice you and Ederline, as you are, uh, dealing with this with like the Sahagwan now. So you have this quarter staff. Uh each of the Sahagwan also has a little pouch on them. I will take it and just chuck it at Zypher. She pockets it. <laughs> What's in it? Uh well so so Adeline, you find one that has twenty silver pieces in it. And Zephyr, yours has sixteen silver pieces in it. And both of them also have a potion inside. Do we know what kind? Uh they are potions of healing. Minor healing. Can I roll an investigation for my time underneath the wagon to see if there's any secret compartments I noticed? Sure. I know that's something we were concerned about, and I'm pretty sure Lysmo is, like, obsessed uh -huh. over it still. Uh <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> Twelve? Nope, you don't see anything. It looks like the bottom of a wagon. Oh dang. So I guess I'll crawl out. And, uh... Be like, <clears throat> um, Zephyr, I, I thought we uh, talked about this is not how we make friends. And uh, sometimes we need help from people. And, uh, and and she's short like me. Why are you picking on the short people all the time? I'll stab you too. She's also green like you. <laughs> green and pink. <clears throat> I think she's red. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, sometimes I, um, I say okay. things about people's skin tones and I've learned from Lysmo that I definitely should not comment on skin tone. So sorry. Yeah, are, are you a gnome too? Do, do you have a, a weird skin condition like me? Or, uh, or are you a goblin? Uh, no, no, how, how, no, no, I, I'm, I... I am a dinglecog. <laughs> like, just be backing up up against the wagon and be like, no, uh, 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 this, uh, bubbles, bubbles, please. Uh, uh, you're in it. You're in it. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm a I'm a rock gnome. Um, I'm not from around here. I've got a uh, it's it's uh, uh, like a genetic disorder, uh, skin condition. Um, you know, it, I, I'm just a little green. Yeah. Sure. Like uh, yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> and you will also notice during this little bit of this uncomfortable conversation that you, that uh, Lysimo is having. Um, over, over on the edge of the of the water where the two Sahagwin came out, there is a sack sitting on the ground. Like it looks like they maybe dropped it as they were 
coming up onto land to attack at our line. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if it's right in front of me, I'll look it up. <laughs> so as you look inside it, there's just two, uh, there is a dirty limestone statuette of a goat uh, and a small terracotta mirror. Eh, it's just junk. Toss it back down on the ground. Wait, wait, wait. One man's junk is another goblin's treasure. Let me take a closer look. Can I, can I examine them? Yeah, give me a user. Yep, give me a history check. It was a limestone goat, and what was the other thing? A dirty limestone statuette of a goat. Small terracotta uh -huh. mirror. Terracotta. As Kinkle, yeah, as Kinkle looks looks at it, you know that uh, they're it's they're probably worth a little bit of money. Uh, they're probably worth about twenty five gold pieces each. They're well crafted, even though they're kind of you know they've been banged up a little bit. Obviously, the Sahagwin just had them in this bag, and they were just. You know, tossing them around, so they are banged up a little bit. I mean, I, I know a few people that might, you know, they might fetch, uh, fetch a pretty penny or silver, copper, gold piece, as it were, maybe, couple, I don't know. Statue's pretty cool. They had some strange stuff the last time we fought them, too. Um, the sta at um, Edderline, it is a dark iron quarterstaff. Add that to your character sheet. The item should be in D and D Beyond. Um, so within a few few minutes, you guys are getting this done. You know the uh, Duke comes over and he's you know he uh, checking every everything to make sure everybody's okay. Uh, he will. I uh, see we have a new friend here. This is Kink. She is the absolute best. She helped us take down some of the Sahagan and uh, protect your you-know-what and the you-know-where. I don't know what. I don't know where. And friend, friend, friend again. Again with the friend. I yeah, yeah I, would, I would say friend is a loose word here. Uh, hmm, that's, well, well strong. Uh, Let's 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 not rush it, into it anything to middle. Give it in now. Like you, you can ask uh, Zephyr and Lysmo and Ederline. They they became my friends not by choice. So you know, eventually I'll wear you down. <laughs> and let me tell you something right now. Like if you are gonna hang around here, kink, do not let her try to negotiate for knighthood for you because she'll just let you down. Just just throwing that out there right now. I said work on that when we got back. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe the mage, right? Uh, not really my cup of tea. Well, so you, uh, how did you get out here, little creature, little goblin? How did you get out here in the woods by yourself? I mean, it's a normal place for me. You know, I go exploring all, all on my lonesome all the time. It's normal. I was just looking for some spell components. And, um, you know, just doing normal, normal stuff for, you know, my trade, trying to, um, you know, gather, gather stuff for my, uh, spell casting. Um, and then these things just came out of nowhere and just grabbed me and tied me up. And I, I didn't know what was going to happen next until you all showed up. And then that gave me a long enough distraction to get out of, uh, a tight spot as it were. Well, there's a, all manner of Sahagwin and such in, in, in the area. You might want to join us and uh, ride with us for a while. Yeah, that would be, that, that would probably be a good idea. I lost all my, uh, all the stuff that I was gathering anyway, so, eh. Don't you think you're kind of squishy? We are headed to the town. 
of of Alora, which is still a couple weeks journey down the road. Uh, but you're welcome to join us to go there, and, and then we can keep you safe to there, hopefully. I heard they've had they have some exotic wares there. I can I can go. You know, especially now that I have some stuff to trade, maybe I can get some really rare components. Make it worth my while. Shit. Then I will, uh, for your service, I will offer you the same deal that the rest of them have been offered. Uh, so we will, we will, we will pay you a daily fee to, to be on the wagon with us and uh, help to, uh, help to protect us if anything should happen to attack us again. Okay, when you say daily fee, like you're gonna pay me like every day. Yes. Every day, and we get double on days that we find oh. things. I mean. And it is true, like every, every, every single day, um, for those who've been here the whole time, uh, Spyro comes around. He's the other dragonborn. He's the dragonborn that's uh, like the king's right-hand man. He's like, his, he's like his man at arms. He comes around every day and he's got a sack in his hand and he pulls out five gold coins and hands it to you, to all of you, every time you guys, every time a day starts. Uh, and then at, then, at, then at night, on the days in which you have you have been been having battles, he comes around with dinner and hands you another five five gold pieces. He feeds us too. Sephir's lost. Uh, yeah, it's totally legit. <laughs> I, do, I don't have to do any funny business, do I? Because I mean, I... depends on what you mean by funny business. Not really. You know, like funny business, and I try to wink at you and like. It almost looks like I'm trying to like, like, at you, but I'm like, uh, no. Uh, Zephyr's totally afraid of clouds. Like I heard her talking about it in her sleep. <laughs> of clouds? <laughs> oh yeah, some people are into that. Um, I mean, nothing nah, wrong. No, Zephyr just doesn't react <laughs> to your <laughs> wink thing. <laughs> but she's about. But no, to uh, yeah, we just and sometimes uh, we have to kill things, but that's it. <laughs> We, we totally so we get should fed. probably get the get the wagons moving again. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so after about another half an hour or so, you guys manage to get the wagons out of the swampy area and back onto the road, uh, and start headed back off down the road as you were headed before. Uh, evening comes, uh, dinner time comes around. You guys stop for camping. Uh, here comes Spyro comes comes around again, gives all of you an extra five gold pieces, or in Kink's case, her. Our first five gold pieces. Uh, Aspen, shouldn't uh, you get like a finder's fee for recruiting Kink? Spyro kind of looks at you kind of slant-eyed when you, <laughs> when, when, when you say that and just kind of shakes his head a little bit and walks away. When we're sitting around the fire, I kind of want to sit next to Adderline and I want to kind of look at him out of the corner of my eye. And you do, so you, you, you do notice that Ederline looks different today than he did yesterday. Yeah, you, um, I thought you were a copper dragonborn and you're, you're silver today. And I just, is that normal for dragonborns? Because I don't have that in my notes and I don't know if that's normal. And she sounds just like distraught that she has missed something this tremendous that dragonborns can change their scale color. I know that that's special just for me. Okay, uh, 
just just for you. And she very quickly pulls out her books and like flips to the page that you can just, if you glance over her shoulder, it's entitled Ederline. And there's just notes about habits and about different things about you over the entire mission. And she just in the margin writes, can change scale color at will. And so to explain to our listeners who are, who are, who are listening to the podcast, uh, Ederline is a character that is going to be a, a character that anybody who sits in the extra seat can play. So we're going to have people come in from time to time. Right now, Julie is my my wife, and she's joining us tonight. Ederline is a is a changeling cleric who worships Zinkeep, Zinkeep, the god of chaos. So when a new person sits down to play Ederline, they get to choose what Ederline looks like, and I ahead of time randomly roll a domain that Ederline is during that that during that session. So uh, Zinkeep, who's the god of chaos, as I said, just randomly assigns Ederline a domain every time a new person sits down to play, play the character. Uh, and it's just kind of funny that Julie chose with Dragonborn, because that's what I had chosen for Ederline in the last session. So it's kind of funny. Yeah, I didn't know that. So <laughs> It was enough of a difference. <laughs> and probably yeah. good to start off. Subtle, with subtle differences. Difference. Subtle difference. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Also has like a scar down his face and like an eye patch. All not there pre- previously. <laughs> the eye patch. <laughs> and so with that, everybody, uh, you know, you, your evening goes goes on. Uh, everybody eventually goes to sleep. There are watches. You guys have watches set up. Um, the night's going to go by fine. Uh, when you guys wake up in the morning, you are second level. Yay! Uh, long rest. Yes, long rest, and go ahead and level your characters to two. Perfect. And with that, we are out of time this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed, and as always, make sure to check out our affiliate links for great deals. Be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at TTNT Podcast, and be on the lookout for great giveaways and deals. This week, we gave away an amazing metal D100 from our affiliate Skull Splitter Dice on Twitter. And we hope it's enjoyed. We'll see you guys next week.